welcome back to the Arise Podcast. How are you guys doing? Um, I'm here, as usual, with the lead pastor of Arise, Jacob. How you doing, my friend? Good, Roger. Still getting used to being referred to by that title, but uh, <laughs> yeah, glad to be here. So, okay, this is just random, but and I wasn't going to say this at first because I was like, I don't want to like break out this, you know, surprise, but if you do see him on Sunday, you're not going to hear this before then, but Jacob has finally cut his hair. And when I say I walked in and didn't recognize him, <laughs> I walked in and did not recognize him. So, and that's got, saying something. Yeah. We like see each other multiple times a week. <laughs> so, like our children are basically siblings. So we do a lot together. Yeah, so if you guys see him on Sunday, it will be it will be a treat. Who the heck is this guy? <laughs> oh. So today we're kind of going to talk about. So we've had our first two, our first two and only soft launches uh, the last couple of weeks. And we're going to kind of talk about how those went and, you know, kind of what, you know, we kind of were expecting, uh, what kind of surprised us, things like that, and kind of just forecast as much as we can for, you know, what this upcoming Sunday will look like um, for us as we are launching. So I'm going to I'm going to start. Um, first off, I want to say, like, I'm super excited about launch Sunday this coming up, this upcoming Sunday and really excited about what's going to happen here and what we're doing and, and, and how God's working in this place right now. So just want to start off by saying I'm super excited about that. Um, so for me, my experience, it was really, first off, I want to say I was felt really, um, I feel like all of us felt really overwhelmed and like blessed with how great our launch team has been. Um, now we do have a fairly big launch. How many, how many, adults do we have on the launch team uh we're like upper 60s okay. right now yeah so you know we have a fairly big launch team and you know we were lucky as far as um when we got this property or when we started leasing this out we, we didn't have to do a huge rezoning or anything like that so you know we were able to do the things we needed to get done and you know start having services but to that point by the time we got all of the inspections and all of that we really weren't starting stuff until tuesday or wednesday uh, I think yeah. uh, the Tuesday or Wednesday before, before our yeah. first soft launch. Yep. And um, we had a ton of painting to do. Um, we had uh, a ton of stuff at rooftop, our mother church, um, a ton of stuff in Jacob's old office at rooftop. And so, you know, we just had a lot to do and, you know, everyone really kind of just was able to see that end goal and know that we had to get it done and we had to get it done fairly quickly. And we painted everything and, building furniture and making stages and setting up sound and all these things that I knew we had to do, but like didn't know we had to do somehow at the same time. And so it was crazy. So that, that was really awesome. Um, so from my standpoint, um, currently I play in the worship band and I have done a uh, sound and projection and stuff like that at other churches. So I kind of had that hat on, um, during this and it was really focusing on that. And so from my standpoint, um, uh, we got, when we came in and had to get that stuff set up, you know, in my head, it was just sound. Like I was really worried about that, like getting that set up. And a few of us had that, that doubt or that worry, which Jacob had a lot of faith in us, which was great. And so, you know, we got that taken care of, but I, I think, uh, one of the main things, um, that I kind of got out of it was realizing that, was realizing that what these soft launches were for. 
um, in my head, it was like, okay, the soft launch is for us to kind of get that fluidity or, you know, work on our transitions as we're going through the Sunday morning. Like in my head, the soft launch was for that Sunday morning to Sunday, you know, after the services. But I really started to realize that that's how you, the, the soft launches were more for working out the kinks or being like, okay, hey, we're not going to have this done this Sunday, but that's why we have the soft launch. Exactly. You know, we, we have things to do. We, we're going to, we're going to put out the best, um, service we can, but know that, we have these two uh, soft launches to get where we need to be for launch Sunday and kudos to Jacob because before all this happened, you know, we had a good amount of uh, soft launches and, and weeks in between where we can kind of um, get ready for, uh, get ready for launch. And even though we had some things that happened and we had to push back and kind of had to make it a little tighter window, but because he was so thoughtful and so uh, good at a, uh, God, scheduling and getting things ready. We were, we, he had some, some, uh, extra time, some extra, you know, okay, hey, if this happens, we still have a few more weeks where we can get ready. And so th- that's kind of the thing that really stood out to me was, was kind of the, I don't think I fully understood the, the actual, um, the meaning or some of the meaning for the soft launches. And, you know, the first, um, the first service went well, you know, we, we, we did a great job, I believe. Like we did a good job. And like I said, we had things like we didn't have our in-ears in and, um, we didn't have click, which is like the metronome for the, for the worship band. And we didn't have the pads, you know, play music during, you know, little parts during prayer and stuff like that. And like little things and no pro presenter. Yeah. No pro presenter. We, we still don't have internet. If you guys are wondering as of now, right. We still, <laughs> that is correct. So, you know, we, we've been fighting that and, you know, where lights were set up and, and, and just how we were going to do things. There was a lot of things that we didn't get done, but that was okay because we, we built in that time where we can adjust and we talked at the service and it was like, okay, so this is what we're going to try to do next week. Let's get a good game plan of things that we can accomplish and get that for next week. And we continue to do that. And we got some of those things fixed for the second soft launch. And, you know, we all had the, uh, all the ministry leaders came and sat down and we kind of went over what, things we like, things we can improve on, you know, what, what do we need to do to get ready for uh launch? And so now we have this week to really get those things taken care of and do the best we can for this uh Sunday service. And so I really uh, appreciated this experience in, in, a, in a kind of odd way. Like, I don't know, it, it was, it was nerve wracking, but at the same time, it, it was kind of, it's been cool to see, especially from when we first got here, I mean, just to see the way the place looks and, and, and all that, that aspect of it, but just to kind of see us making those little steps to get to where we want to be are, are things that looked fine or were fine, but it's like, okay, we can make improvements on this or that. And, you know, everyone's doing such a great job with, you know, hospitality and kids and, and all of that's been, has been, uh, you know, looking good from, from my standpoint. And so that's kind of where I wanted to, uh, kind of turn it to you, Jacob, because I know as the lead pastor and as, uh, that guy, you have to, um, you have to think about the overview, the the whole picture and how when we start, when the band starts, that might be, you know, fine for the band, but what if someone has to take their kid to the kids church or, you know, early risers or, or just how those little things, oh, someone wants coffee and people are coming in from this door while they're trying to get, you know, like you have to look at that whole picture and know like, okay, this might just make sense right off the bat, but the other pieces, it might not necessarily flow the right way. Yeah. And, you know, I've started to get to that trying to, you know, I've been appreciative of that and trying to learn from you with that as far as um, those kind of things, as far as getting into eldership and 
trying to be better at looking at that overview type uh, thing. But how, so how is it, how have these soft launches looked for you from your perspective? Yeah. So it's a great question. And I would uh, kind of, for me, I frame it a couple different ways. The first is there are just some overarching leadership principles that, that I try to, to bring to play bring into play with all of this. So, uh, you know, one thing that I, I'm constantly trying to remind myself is begin with the end in mind, right? Whatever we're doing, it, it needs to be oriented towards not just having a service on Sunday, not just, you know, putting on a good show for a visitor or something like that, but it's, hey, we want to be a community of conversation and growth for those on the fringes of faith. What are we doing right now as we move into a building to help set us up for that. And it's keeping that in mind because as anyone who's ever moved in general knows, there are a million and a half different things going on at the same time. Uh, and take imagine that and then imagine starting a new job right in the middle of a move, right? Like yeah. that's what we're going through right here. We're starting things up. We're, we're building from the ground up. Um, and we're also dealing with all of those logistical things. So beginning with the end in mind really provides a lot of clarity for me. Uh, the second kind of leadership thing that I, I really try to, to work on is uh, regular review and assessment of what's going on, right? Uh, pretty much every morning I start with my, my list of things to do. Pretty much every evening before I go home for the day, I end with that list of things to do. And that's keeping track of progress. Uh, how are we doing and how are we doing with the hospitality team? How are we doing with the worship tech side of things? How are, you know, small groups going on? Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we support missionaries and global outreach workers across the world. Well, one of them needs to have their support in by the 15th of the month. Uh, today is the 15th of the month, yeah. right? Like I've, there's no way I'd remember that if it weren't. Uh, written down and, and something that I was actively tracking. And so, you know, uh, using, uh, you know, using some time to reflect, some time to slow down. You don't always have to be busy in leadership, but you can always be making progress and yeah. uh, really, really working towards that. So kind of with those things in mind, uh, uh, you know, a lot of my perspective on soft launch is very similar to what, to a lot of what you've said. Uh, soft launch is, uh, you know, there are a lot of purposes to soft launch, but, uh, one major one is, Church world today is very complex, right? You walk into a, your normal Sunday service, and if you're uh, if you're not someone involved in the technological side of of what a, a current uh, modern contemporary worship service looks like, you might not know this. But there's a, there are a lot of systems in place there. There are a lot of things that go into that. Yeah, and in systems that uh, are complex, the best thing to do is to build them step by step. Uh, you know, we could have come in week one and said, Hey, we are going to make sure that we have projection working and lights working, uh, you know, two different sets of lights working and video and streaming and, uh, kicking our, our, our video and audio out to TVs so that people outside of the worship center can watch things. And, um, oh yeah, we need to have a soundboard and a light board and all the, we could have done that. Uh, but when you, jump all in like that, very oftentimes you run into problems, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing isn't working or this isn't working or you forgot this or, or whatever it is. And so really uh, there was some intentionality with, hey, these are the things we want to get done this week. These are the things we want to get done this week. These are the things we want to get done the next week. And then we, of course, have a list of things to work on after launch as well. Uh, but recognizing, hey, a big part of what we're doing is kind of building the system. We're putting things together. 
it's not necessary uh, to have name tags for your greeters yeah. on soft launch Sunday one. That's a fairly important thing to have by launch Sunday, right? So there's a lot of prioritization that goes into place for and, sure. and things like that. So that's one huge part of, of kind of the buildup, right? We're getting used to this. We're figuring this out as we go. It, it makes things a little bit easier for everyone involved. And then the other thing is, of course, just plain old troubleshooting, right? Yeah. Uh, it's one thing to think, hey, this is what our church service will look like when you just walk in the door and you have it in your head. It's another to go, hey, we need to change this. Yeah. One of the things we found with our kids ministry was uh, we put our infant room and our toddler rooms in such a way. Um, I'm sorry, our infant and toddler room and then our, our um, you know younger kids, five and younger, younger uh, so that the kids who are five and younger could actually see out into the main lobby space. Um, and originally we thought that would be good, right? The babies are a little more secluded. If they're crying, it's okay. But no, we actually found out that the, the four and five year olds, Roger's two year old, my four year old, for yeah. example, uh, they can see us yeah. when in that position. And so it actually helps them be louder. So we were able to swap those rooms this week. Uh, those are the sorts of things that, you know, just getting in, getting reps, figuring things out, uh, just, you know, actively putting things through their paces. These are all of, you know, these are some of the reasons that, that, uh, soft launchers are, are really helpful. Um, so from my, you know, kind of the 30,000 foot, all right, how is everything going sort of, sort of, uh, perspective? You know, uh, this has been one of the smoothest soft launches I've ever seen or heard about. Uh, by the grace of God, I, as Roger said, we have a fantastic team, just a, a ton of ministry leaders in a ton of, a ton of different areas who are all doing their part to, to lift part of the, the, you know, the edifice that is the church and, and make things work and, and make things grow. Uh, you know, every team has some sort of active involvement. Uh, we had this great leader meeting a Sunday after church yeah. where we got to say, Hey, what are we doing Sunday? What are we doing Sunday? And, you know, our, our youth ministry team, they have things to do on launch Sunday. Our events team, they have things to do. The facilities team, you know, everybody's, everybody's, uh, you know, doing things. Everybody's picking up, uh, some of the burden and, uh, and is, is all together on this. And uh, that's just been a, a real blessing to see. So, uh, are we firing on all cylinders? You know, that's, that's something I think is going to come with time. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, uh, very, very few people, uh, very few organizations, very few things uh, hit their stride immediately. Uh, yeah. but I think we are in a place that is, uh, healthy. And I think we're, we're set up for sustained success, uh, with how we're launching and, uh, you know, doing those little things to, to help us not only launch well, but to transition into the life of the church well. Uh, that's something that's been really important to me for a really long time. Hey, this coming week, it's important. It really is. It is. You know, we, yeah. We've put a lot of time and energy and money into this Sunday. Uh, but even if it absolutely goes terribly, that's okay. Because A, God is in control. And, and B, this is not a, this is not the be all end all, right? This isn't the Super Bowl for us on Sunday. This is opening day, right? Yeah. There's a whole lot whole more season, in the life yeah. of our church, uh, that we can, that we can be doing. And is it important to have a good opening day? Absolutely, right? You throw your ace pitcher, yeah. everybody's there, you, you've got the, you, you know, you, you've got all the bells and whistles going. You, you really want to have a good opening day because it, it sets you up for success throughout yeah. your season. But if you have a bad opening day, day, hey, you have a bad opening day. You get back on your feet and you get to work the next day too, because uh, that's that's what you have to do. Uh, and so, you know, as as we're working, as we're planting, Sunday is important, uh, and I feel really good about Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but I feel even better 
about uh, the weeks and months to come because I'm, I'm just so excited about the team and uh, everyone who's who's not only contributing on Sunday, but the week after yeah. and then the week after yeah. and then the week after. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think we're, we're, we're set up well. So random question, actually, that I was thinking about on the way here, to be honest. So I know, so we, we pushed back our, our launch date one week. We were going to launch on the 13th, but now we're on the 20th. And I think you said it, it's church planning day, right? It is national church planning. So this day. is just, okay, that, that, that was my question. Like, it's not just like a CN, CMN thing. Like it's literally just world, like it's just national planning at day. At least in the United States. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so, I think maybe Canada as well. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool that, that that worked out and somehow we were, we're actually planting on national church planning day. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's odd because when we picked September 13th, uh, 2020, like almost two years ago now, as kind of the date, we actually picked that, assuming that was National Church okay. Planting Day. Okay. Uh, but for whatever reason, because it's usually <laughs> right around Labor Day. Okay. Right around Labor Day. It's at, not Labor Day weekend. It's it's shortly thereafter. Um, and I was wrong. Right? <laughs> and so it actually worked out really well uh, to, to be doing this. And, and that's been really cool. I actually just got a text today. You know, uh, if if there are any church planters listening to this and you're wondering about the value of a network, um, I I really encourage you join a network. Yeah, it, I've actually heard that a lot. It's one of the lot. best things you can do. Uh, today, I got a couple texts from uh, a, a fellow planter in the network who's just a, yeah someone who's ahead of us in the game, just just encouraging us. Like, yeah. hey man, I know this week is going to be crazy, but we're praying for you and we're excited about you. And uh, that was that was really cool. That was yeah. really great. And it's it's just been really cool to partner with Church Multiplication Network yeah. and uh, learn from them and grow with them. And especially in this season where there's just so much that's right. unknown, uh, their resources and their training and their encouragement have, have really been invaluable. So, uh, again, yeah, if you're a planter and you're thinking, hey, is, is, is this worth my time and effort? It is absolutely worth your time and effort. Uh, and I highly recommend a number of church planting organizations, yeah. but we've been very, very happy with CMN and, and really love the help they provided. Yeah, I've actually listened to a, uh, I listened to a podcast called, uh, Practical Church Planning and they're in Rolla. No, they're in North Carolina. I can't think of the city, but they're Raleigh? in North. Yeah. 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 Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. And so they planted a church three years ago and they've been doing this podcast and they, they talk a lot about, you know, like you said, doesn't have to be ours, but like whatever, you know, what, there's networks out here that yes. they are extremely helpful yep. and, um, they actually have a guy that's on staff who's planning a church now. So they're planning a church already, um, that's awesome. for next spring. That's, that's great. 2021. And he was like, man, with, you know, with our network and then him working here and, and having that support, like it's just very, you know, he affirmed that, you know, those networks are extremely important yeah. when you're trying to plan a church. So yeah. yeah, like you said, there's any church planners out there. I would definitely recommend something like that. And to piggyback on that, I would say, Rooftop, right? Our plant, our mother church. Yeah. I cannot say enough, right? Uh, obviously there are different situations and scenarios for church planting. Uh, but having a church that is in your corner and has your back is huge can resource you, right? Like, and it's, it's things as simple as our first soft launch Sunday, our printer wasn't working here, right? I could just swing by rooftop yeah. and print what we needed for our kids ministry, right? Yeah. Like, that's like just one little tiny thing. Yeah. But yeah, we need prayer, we need ladders. The support, yeah, the, yeah, the resources. Yeah, you know, it's it's just absolutely incredible. I cannot sing rooftops praises enough. I know it's 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 hard for them. It's it's tough for them to to send people out like they have. Um, but you know, Kelsey and I both 
and 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 quite frankly, the vast majority of the launch team, yeah. which is from Rooftop, uh, we have been well served. We really have at Rooftop, and very blessed by all the resources and support that they've offered. Yeah. So, again, if you're a church planter listening, or you're thinking about maybe doing this on your own, let me encourage you: put in the time, put in the energy, put in the effort. Not only with the church network, but if you can have a you know ascending church as well, uh, that is that is a huge blessing for sure. Um, so. I was just curious, is there anything special going on on Launch Sunday? Is there anything, I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, I've heard some some things, some murmurs around, like, is there anything that's that might be particularly different about this, this Launch Sunday than what we would think a typical normal Sunday would be? Yeah, that's a good question. So in, in church planting world, Actually, this is my shout out to Nathan Young. Nathan Young says that every time you ask a question, I say good question or great question. So take yeah. your shot, Nathan. Yeah, he's going to love this. And now, um, Roger, that is a solid question. Let me, let me answer that for you. <clears throat> uh, so in church planning world, there is this idea, right? You go big with launch Sunday. And this is this is how a marketing in the modern world works. Yeah. Right. You have an IPO. You have a grand opening. You have a giveaway. You know, Chick Fil A does a really good job with this. Right. They they have people lined up for for days to camp out and get the get the you know the, the giveaways and things like that. Yeah. Like, it's a way to build excitement. It's a way to generate interest. It's 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 important. So in in normal church planting world, this is what launch Sunday looks like. You do. You have a big launch event. You invite a bunch of people. This is when your mailer invites people. This is when all your social media invites people. This is, you know, you're pouring tons and tons and tons of advertising dollars into the launch Sunday to, to generate interest and excitement and, and get people uh, who wouldn't otherwise come to church. You're getting them to, to come give you a chance, come give you a shot. Uh, and of course, in COVID world, it's kind of a weird thing to do, right? Like right. avoid large crowds of people. Hey, come join us for launch Sunday, right? That just doesn't have quite the same uh, staying power. Uh, there's just a little, little different. Yeah. Uh, so originally we were going to have, you know, games and food trucks and, you know, giveaways. And it, this was going to be, you know, a launch extravaganza yeah. where, you know, even if, even if you weren't coming to church, you would be able to come kind of check us out and see what was going on and get an idea for, Hey, these, 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 you know, it's going to be kind of a summer fest like thing, yeah. Uh, where, where you know, these people are Christians aren't all weird, and so maybe I can come check these guys out the week coming, uh, you know, the following weeks. Uh, because of COVID, we kind of scaled that back a little bit, so we're still doing a giveaway. Uh, we're still doing giveaway bags, just getting some people some information about us, some some swag, things like that. Yeah. Um, and we we do have a food truck coming. Uh, one of the one of our, our great local businesses here, Sadara Sweets, they do um, coffee and pastries uh, of a Middle Eastern variety. Yeah, We're very yeah. excited to have them come out. They're, they're going to do some breakfast stuff for us. So. We're doing a little bit of something, uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's scaled back. You know, we're going to have as many sanitation stations as we are welcome stations and things like that. So this will be uh, a little bit different than your normal, uh, rise Sunday. Uh, but we're also, you know, we're also, um, trying to be, trying to be reasonable with it, right? And, and trying to be socially conscious and aware that, People aren't really super excited about huge events right now. Yeah. So we're not trying to put on a huge event. Exactly. Uh, we're just trying to use this as kind of the pivot point for a lot of people and say, hey, here we are. Come check us out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think that's 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 uh, pretty awesome. And 
again, I'm totally looking forward to forward to this. And I don't know, it, it's 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 been a lot of work, but it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. Like I said, even just sitting here, like in our building and doing this, like it, it's really neat. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We're, we're really excited. Like I said, we we have our our launch date uh, this upcoming Sunday. I guess for you guys, it would be passed by the time, by the time you hear it. But yeah, we're, we're just really excited about this launch Sunday and, and, and really reaching this community and just, I don't know, being part of something. It's, I mean, I know you hear it a lot, but like, it it is really awesome to be part of something bigger than, than you are just bigger than, I mean, bigger than this church, bigger than, you know, like it's just, I mean, kingdom work is just, it's just a whole, I don't know. It's just to really be into, it's really like, feel like you're just in the middle of that it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty awesome i've likened it to the excitement and nervousness i have felt before the birth of each of my children right yeah that, that for me that's the closest comp that makes a lot of sense is you know this is something we've been looking forward to mm-hmm. and praying about and thinking about and preparing for uh for for much lo- longer than nine months in our case uh, but just something that we've been been anticipating and, and working towards for for so many years now and there's a little bit of a surreal feel for yeah. at least Haley and I as we as we get closer. Like, oh, like I guess this might actually happen, yeah. right? Like we are gonna have a baby and bring it home. Yeah. Like, oh, th- this thing is actually happening, and uh, it's it's just been so cool to see God show up so much in so many ways um, throughout the whole process, but especially these past six months, just as as the world has so dramatically changed. Uh, to, to to feel the confirmation of hey, you are supposed to plant a church and uh, your team. These are the people that you're you're going to war with here, and uh, they're in this they're in this with you, yeah. and uh, not for your own sakes, but for the sake of uh, the growth of the kingdom in uh, here in St. Louis. It's just it's so cool to, so cool to be a part of, uh, and so exciting to to be just so close to, and uh, I can't wait to see what God's going to do this Sunday and uh, in the weeks and months to come. It's it's just so awesome. I know it really is. Uh, well, Jacob, I appreciate you sitting down with me. Um, like I said, it's always fun to to do this. We we really really enjoy just sitting here and just kind of taking a breath and just sitting down and talking. So yeah, I appreciate you sitting down with me. Of course, Roger. Appreciate you taking the time. Guys, so I thought Spotify was there, but then it wasn't. And then I spent this whole week and a half emailing both uh, Buzzsprout, our uh, podcast um, website, and Spotify to finally get us back on. So we are officially, as of today, actually, um, on Spotify. So check us out. (laughs) Yeah, so check us out on Spotify, Apple. Like I said, we're on iHeartRadio, and there's a whole, like and I said. Google, too, right? Yeah, and Google, Google too. And, and like I said, I'm sure if you have Apple, then it you'll know this, but there's like four other apps from Apple that it's like CastBox, and oh gosh. there's some other ones that, that have it on there, too, because we're on Apple. So if you guys listen, please like, share, um, follow, give us a rating, all that good stuff, and uh yeah. Cold ratings are very important. For the they are. Game. We need it. We need it. So uh, we'd, we'd appreciate that. And uh, thank you. We'll see you again on the Arise Podcast.